Uh, hi, this is Katie Cook, a comic book artist and writer of many things, including My Little Pony and stuff for Marvel and Star Wars and blah, 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 blah. You are listening to the Nerd Dome Podcast. Thank you. Headphones on. Let's do this. Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dome Podcast? Fuck it. Yeah. Engage. Engage. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome Engage. to the Nerd Dome Podcast, episode 194. I'm your podcast without fear, Luke. And today I'm joined with this guy. I am the uncanny engaged. <laughs> You're engaged? He's uncannily no, engaged. Not really. Wow. <laughs> I came <can't> from. <laughs> <laughs> Were you making an announcement? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You go next, Nerd Sorsen. <laughs> uh, I'm the Nerd Sorsen. Uh, come buy shit from me at the Nerd Store, located in the realm of Nerdlstein, the portal to which is in West Valley City inside the Valley Fair Ball. Um, yeah, free comic book summer. That's a thing. So come down every Wednesday and pick up two free books. What? I got I got the ra- the ra- the Pink Ranger free comic book, and I'm I, super excited. It found I, its way in my hold. I just read it, actually. It's the first Power Rangers book I've read, and it was good. Huh. Kylie, go. Oh, yes, I am Pudinger. Come visit me at the nerd store, and I will give you free comic books. Well, he will ding poo at you. Yeah, I can do that, too. If you don't wear a bang mask, bang he will get some poo dinged right at you. <laughs> oh, man. Not only is the mask a good corona shield, it's also a good poo shield. Yeah. My personal collection of poo. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good shield in the box next to him at all times just in case it's a plastic bucket come on <laughs> i hose it out every other day okay come on not a savage this is all gross caitlin go I'm the very tired and superior caitlin booth i am the editor-in-chief of bleeding coal we are it's comic-con weekend <laughs> i'm, I'm so sad tired. I'm so freaking tired, you guys. I've literally been just working all day, pretty much nonstop. I just ate for the first time, like, an hour ago. Um, so, yeah, we have just, like, been covering Comic-Con like crazy people over at Bleeding Cool. So go and, and read all of our stuff and read my stuff, too. I've even been able... We've been so busy, I've been doing some writing, which really says a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, so we've got a a few a few. I guess the the New Mutants one was technically a, a Comic Con at home yes. panel, right? So yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that, but we'll probably get to more of them next week when yeah. we we have most of them. Um, but we can we can just jump right into some of the news. News. <laughs> Um, <laughs> fucking delay. <laughs> um, speaking of delays, ah, ah, uh, Disney. Um, that was really good, Luke. I, I know. I've been, I've been practicing um, <laughs> in the mirror by myself. Um, I'm, just happy, I'm just happy you're back, Luke. It's that type of professionalism that we can only get from you. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, um, so Disney uh, is going to be delaying some movies and uh, taking some movies off of their schedule indefinitely, um, along with other movie companies, not just Disney, but the article I found was highlighting that. So, um, yeah, Mulan is indefinitely, it was supposed to be August 21st, correct? Something like that. And it's and it's just been pushed back in the future Star Wars and Avatar movies. Uh, have been pushed back uh, by a year. Corona making me wait for Star Wars. Not only uh, two years out. Not only making you wait for Star Wars, they're 
exciting that it's the Taika Waititi Star Wars. Mm. What? Not only are you waiting for Star Wars, you're you're waiting for Waititi Star Wars, which is even worse. I don't. Yeah, the, I think I'm the, fine with waiting. The quote that they put out there is: "Over the last few months, it's become clear that nothing uh, can be set in stone when it comes to how we release films during this global health crisis." Uh, and today, that means pausing our releases and plans for Mulan. Uh, as we assess how we can most effectively bring the film to audiences around the world. That was from the Walt Disney Studios spokesperson. Disney Plus. The idea is uh, that I've seen people floating around is that basically the industry can't keep waiting for America to get shit together. Like, that's the reality of the situation is that the rest of the world is wearing their fucking masks and starting to get their stuff under control. Meanwhile, we are spiraling insanely out of control because people think masks give you CO2 poisoning, which is just the dumbest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> and well, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Well, One, then, three of my lungs collapsed yesterday. <laughs> congratulations, you are having a panic attack. <laughs> Welcome to having anxiety, you dumb son of a bitch. I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> The idea Did, uh, is that they might release these movies in the international markets and then maybe do something. I mean, they would have to do something with VOD for the U.S. because otherwise people are just going to pirate the shit out of these movies. Uh, my friend Alicia over at Adam Tickets pitched the idea that we might have to go back to the way they released movies years and years ago, which was much longer release windows much more staggered releases which was like they'd open in individual cities at a time instead of every city getting it at once and stay in movies longer so in theaters longer so it's it's a mess man it really is it's a complete mess i'm i'm trying to find it right now but did you guys see the 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 concept art for the uh the new modern uh movie theater layout and it looks like the galactic senate from star wars (laughs) oh but i want to see this i I would go pay for my own booth that i can Can float around be the galactic senate Oh man, I like I am the <laughs> I'm I'm trying to find it right now. It's 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 supposed to be in Paris, I think, is when they did it. Yeah, it is. Here. There it is. They're supposed oh, to Yeah, it totally is like that. I'll I'll send the link that I found to our chat, which is great for everyone uh, on uh, listening now. But we will also post it on our page so they can see it there. They can just listen um, to us describe it terribly. Yes, um, it does look like the Galactic Senate. Um, as long as someone stands up and screams and gives me emergency powers, then then I'm cool. <laughs> then you're good with it. Yep, yep. But I have to get the emergency powers. Um, what the fuck? But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking at these Kelly pictures. It's the what the fuck? Crazy. <laughs> it is the Senate. It is. I'm cool with my own booth. Oh man. Um. So also we got. Uh, How uh, tall do those theaters have to be? Sorry. Yeah. Well, think think if they could go vertically instead of horizontally, they could save space. Big ass rooms. Instead of I, having them spread out like that, they could just go up. That doesn't so look everyone... that much bigger than like the IMAX theater in um, Jordan Commons. No, oh, they're yeah, French. Guess... They're figuring it out. It's just the way it's set up looks kind of weird, and yeah. well, now that I'm seeing the video and it's showing like the different levels and shades, doesn't look as as weird. Yeah, it, it, it honestly doesn't look any bigger than, like, a large IMAX theater. Hmm. I mean, I'd go there. I, I That'd be cool. I'll take a booth. <laughs> a whole ass, just my area. Fuck off. <laughs> Buys all the seats in his pod. <laughs> my pod. <laughs> no one else is allowed in my pod. As long, But, Charles, I think you'd need to wear one of those very elaborate Amidala dresses. Oh, the first course. time. The first time. You know, and after so, that, you can just wear your standard Senate dress. I'd also have to have some handmaidens, just in case mm. we needed to swap out in, in in a hurry to make sure that I was safe. That's true. As long as one of them is Kylie. Kylie, you want to be a handmaiden? Oh, yeah. 
I'm down. You guys, no one would be able to tell. No one. Not. No, he's the best. Tell the difference. I'll keep the beard, shave the mustache, would be set. Yep. Nailed it. Or just shave like you can leave the neck beard. That you can leave. There you go. No, I'm gonna have a hard time not fantasizing about this later. To copy my neck beard, you're gonna have to glue on some extra beard. <laughs> oh man. Um. So we got uh, another uh, Bill and Ted trailer today. I'm so excited. Yeah, for this. we did. Um, it's okay. What do you guys think? I'm Hashtag in. excited. I'm very excited. I've been waiting for this for a while. I have Since no. 1989. Excited. They decided to just go on demand with it as well. Yep. I I'm didn't realize watch. I wanted one until they made it. <laughs> <laughs> It was all because of that one Walmart commercial that they showed up in, <laughs> yep. and everyone was like, I love Bill and Ted! I think they I'm more excited... Nice. I'm sorry, I think they're, I'm more excited they waited this long for it. Um, if they would have done it like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, or something, I don't think I probably would have been as excited. Mm. That's just me. Yeah. It made me realize that I just need to go back and rewatch the other two Bill and me, Ted's. Me too! <laughs> Um, watching the trailer, I love, I, they, they just seem, it seems like they just fell right back into the, the playing those characters really well. <laughs> and just the mannerisms and the goofiness and, and I, I'm just digging it. It's what I need in my life right now. <laughs> I mean, it's Keanu, so you can't really go wrong with that. Um, isn't, I feel, I, I, I should have looked this up. The, were they doing another Matrix movie? Or was that like the the There's room? There's been some rumors. No, they're doing another Matrix it? movie. It's There's shooting some it's unsubstantiated rumors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, see, I I remember it being a rumor, and then I thought they said that they had confirmed it later on, which I guess that's what it happened. It was only confirmed on a podcast I heard. <laughs> it's like so Wachowski's one on a podcast. It's like three fourths done shooting. Yeah. In production when COVID hit. Like in like Reported. Romania or something is what I <laughs> reported. What I heard. But I'm I'm I I wasn't a big fan of the Matrix movies like when they first what? came out. Um but like and I went and saw them. I liked the first one. Mm-hmm. The other two I liked the video game more than the movies. So good. <laughs> um But what tangent time, what do you guys think of the Matrix? The Matrix is fucking incredible. I love that movie. It's amazing. And I love the fact that you look at it now in such a different way. Like, there have been entire, like, graduate theses written about that movie, rightfully so. And its connection now to the trans community is just incredible. Mm. Absolutely incredible. I love I love watching that movie. I need to rewatch it again. I'm going to do that that's on my list of movies to rewatch for my flashback movie series and i'm so excited to rewatch it again it's one of my favorite trilogies i i remember i remember vividly going and seeing it in the theaters and i hadn't been like so obsessed with the movie before like I was like, I was thinking about it constantly after I saw it. Just, mm-hmm. I loved it. <laughs> yep, same. I'm curious it, to see what this next one's going to look like. <laughs> it is fine. Charles's three-word review of the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> I remember. So I remember I went and saw the second one. Um, I was a, I think it was a, a sophomore, maybe. When that came out, um, but I had my um, my friend who was a foreign exchange student from Germany. His name was Paul, and as we were walking out, that was back when you know you had to line up to get into to get the good seats. And all these people lined up, and this was after the second one. He goes, "I can't believe Neil fucking died, man!" <laughs> <laughs> Loud as shit as he was walking by the crowd and i thought people were gonna kill him i was like oh why (laughs) really a little known to us he was predicting the future (laughs) but um i just remember watching the first matrix at home with my dad and every five minutes he just go 
And I'm like, what? And he's like, is this in or out of the Matrix? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, if it's shitty, it's out. If it looks normal, then it's in. He goes, <sighs> and he's just never he's just never liked it um but that's so like when i watched the matrix the, the first joke is like so are they in or out of the matrix <laughs> um but yeah okay so moving on new mutants oh my god yeah. i'm so fucking excited it's really reportedly a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it will exist. I'm very, I'm very excited to watch it on YouTube when it's released. On on Quibi. On Quibi. A minute a year for the next ninety years. <laughs> on Twitter in a while. I was like, this is one of those moments where I'm like, okay, this hell website is worth it sometimes. <laughs> oh man um so what do you think of the the trailer Ryan? uh the the first 10 minutes wasn't that what it was caitlin the first few minutes of the movie was or was it two minutes of the movie and then an extended trailer which is pretty par for the course for comic-con to be honest um <laughs> I, this looks so good <laughs> um I, he yeah. still doesn't want to believe, I, though. Yeah, I am. I am fighting my enthusiasm down because I just don't think it's going to ever become released. <laughs> it will come out eventually. I'm so excited to see this movie, and I'm I'm great. I am grateful for the amount that I've already seen. I've just <laughs> more mutants on the screen than I ever thought I'd see. Not to you, um. Who's the guy who drew Mutants Back with the Demon Bear? Uh, Bill? Kevin, thank you. The poster that he made, I should send it to the chat because it's freaking awesome looking. Gorgeous. Um, Did you guys actually watch the beginning of the panel? Nope. No, no, I, I will. I plan on watching it this weekend. They make fun of themselves at the constant release dates. They <laughs> starts off with saying new mutants and the original release date, and then a little line goes through it, and then a new, the new release date, and a line goes through it, and the next release date, and a line goes through it, <laughs> and eventually there's just a bunch of like Facebook or of like uh, social media comments of how how bad it's getting delayed and stuff, and then it goes new mutants August twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Hopefully. <laughs> Our fingers, fingers crossed is what it says. That's funny. I mean, I have to give them credit for for laughing at themselves. I mean, what else can you do? Right. I mean, mm. it, it, it makes me sad. At the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, it's not nearly as bad as everyone thinks it is. Like... The movie wasn't sitting there in like in complete like completely finished for years or something. You know, it it just got finished like this year. <laughs> like, it wasn't like it could have come out. Just they couldn't have just released it on VOD willy nilly last year because the movie wasn't finished. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I mean, it's bad, but you know, it's not like it's a complete movie that's been sitting on the shelf for years. Now it's just got the normal level of delay that everything with COVID is getting. It just it's, kind of- it's finally hitting normal movie delay status. Yeah, it's <laughs> worse than No Time to Die or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's indefinitely like Mulan. That's true. And Mulan's like all the way done, right? Mulan screamed. They had their red yeah. carpet premiere. I know people who have seen that movie. <laughs> like that, that one's done done. Yeah, they, they they've been quite literally sitting on reviews since March. I'm sure, they're taking the time to make edits. <laughs> Don't give them too much time though, because then they'll edit the entire movie out. Maybe they'll put a song in there too. <laughs> well, that's, that's something that a couple of people have asked, like directors of stuff that have been delayed. They're like, "Are you going to go back and tinker it again?" And somebody asked um, Kerry Fukuhara, who's doing the. Um, no time to die. He's like, nope, movie's done. I'm not touching it. <laughs> I was like, I appreciate that. Yeah. But it's yeah. like when you finish the test and nobody else is finished yet and you don't want to be the first one, so you're like, hold on, let me go back through this. And then you end up making it worse. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, speaking as a, a fellow creative person, eventually you get to the point of diminishing returns and you just need to let the thing be the thing. Like, could you have gone in and made it maybe like 2% better? Maybe. But did you need to and will anybody but you ever notice? <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, before we move on to the next one, I uh, I was just on the the um, a friend of the show Craig Price's uh, Matinee Heroes cast off st- uh, a little like tournament that he's doing, and he gives us a random movie, and we have to recast the um, recast the characters, and then he does this voting thing, and you know we get a winner. Um, I lost this week. I won the first time, but I lost this week. But I wanted to tell you guys what my picks were because uh, we we recast The Princess Bride, a movie that I've seen like twice in my entire life. Um, Only seen The Princess Bride twice? Yeah, it's just not my thing. I've seen it I'd rather watch The NeverEnding Story. I'm with you there, Luke. I'm with you there. <laughs> um, so, and he did the the... The guy I was up against, uh, he Randy did a great job. His his were awesome too, so I couldn't really couldn't really fault losing on that one. But um, so for uh, the main character, what's his full name? I know the Dread Pirate Roberts, but what's his, is it Wesley? Okay, um, he chose John Boyega, um, which I was like that'd be good. I chose Jonathan Groff. Um, and I was, I thought that was a good one. Because I was like, he kind of looks like... Riley, stop wrestling around. <laughs> That's not me. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Except we can all see. Um, and then, uh, I can't remember who he went with for uh, Princess Buttercup, but I chose Brie Larson. Um, and then... So then I got into the trap of wanting to do like like duos. Like I thought these two actors would be funny to see in these two roles together, but the way we talked about them, they were like individually. So like I'd say mine, then he said his. So really, really didn't make much sense when I went and watched it back. I was like, yeah, I could see that. Um, but for the Prince Humperdinck and the Six Fingered Man, I I said Ryan Reynolds and uh, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just just for the ridiculousness um and then uh for andre the giant's character and uh i cannot remember the actor's name but the vizini is that is mm-hmm. the inconceivable guy um grand moth Nagus. yes I went. Um, <laughs> just gonna just gonna mix two Star Wars and Star ooh, Trek things together. Ooh, that's the title. Um, <laughs> but I went with. Uh, I just I thought it'd have been funny to see Kevin Hart and The Rock as as those two. Uh, but he he totally blew me out of the water by picking Patton Oswalt as Vizini, and I was like, yeah, that's a better choice than Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, you you went on that one. Um, and then he chose another wrestler. The oh god, his name. His wrestling name was the Big Show, but I don't know what his real name. Paul something. Um, but yeah, I want to know what you guys what what you guys thought of of my picks. You forgot to say who you picked for in- Indigo Montoya. Oh, that's correct. I'm sorry, because uh, he. That's my opinion on that's this, right. and I blew you off. You did completely. Um, my my pick for Inigo Montoya was Oscar Isaac. And uh, his was Diego Luna, which was my number two choice. And I was like, <laughs> and apparently Oscar Isaac was his number two choice. So we were like, <laughs> neither of us were mad at that one. Latino uh, actors, well done. Well, you, guess who our third one was? Who? Was it Pedro, Pedro Pascal? Pascal? <laughs> 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 uh, so I think Pedro Pascal would probably be my first choice. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I even said that. I'm like, congratulations. We chose the three Latinos from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yeah, that. so what do you guys think? I don't think anybody should be remaking The Princess Bride. 
<laughs> well, it's not, this is a brain exercise. This isn't an actual no, thing that's happening. I don't like brain exercises. Does not compute. Does not compute. My brain Poor, doesn't work anymore. Porgbot went to blue screen of death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you have any idea how much braining it takes to make the words go? Um. And then I'm I'm gonna be on his show, his next show, and we're doing Hunt for Red October, and he wants me to do the same thing for Hunt for Red October. And I was like, you can't recast Sean Connery with maybe younger Sean Connery. I don't know, because <laughs> it's like any actor in any time frame, so it doesn't have to be like modern. So you could put like Jimmy Stewart in there if you fucking wanted to. All right, moving on. Um, Galaxy's Edge products. Target. All right. Those Target together. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so uh, Disney's launched a new collection of Star Wars toys at Target. This time, it's based on Disneyland's uh, and Disney World's uh, Galaxy's Edge theme park areas. The toys include a Millennium Falcon based on the one in Batu, a Funko Pop uh, R5. Uh, and a Hasbro version of the DJ and Ogus Cantina. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Um, the collection launches August 30th, but pre-orders are live now. Uh, oh, they are. The available pre-orders... <laughs> the, the, not all of them. Ryan's got something to do. These, these are the available pre-orders. Oh. The, the $100 Lego set for the Resistance ITS Transport vehicle and the new Rise of the Resistance ride and the $100 Hyper Drive BB unit. So Chase sent me a picture of that Lego set and it has by Marathi from the books Mm -hmm. in it. And I was like, I wonder what that is. Now I know what it is. Yep. (laughs) Now you know. That's what's available for reorder. Your your Funkos and such are not as of yet. Um, It's it's like, I just put in the title DJ and it went to DJ R3X like as the frequently searched things on Target's website. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you guys excited? Not excited? Interested? I want uh, other I, product from, from Galaxy's Edge, so meh. Buy all the things, I guess. I I haven't bought anything Star Wars related in a while. <laughs> I've been sa- I was saving my money so I could buy stuff at the real galaxy's edge next month when celebration was supposed to happen. Oh, oh, bullshit! The the, the, the <laughs> is for pre order, but they already sold out. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so uh, <laughs> the boys faster. <laughs> the boys was renewed for season three. Yeah, it was. It was. So much. It was. Uh, it was greenlit. Uh, um, for the release of the third season. Uh, the exact date of publication was not announced. Uh, the titles for the episodes have been revealed on Writers Guild America West. Uh, it has been reported that season three of the series will be released... Wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Okay. Hold on, no. Because the article... This, this, is, this is what the article snippet that I found said. It says, It has been reported that, the, that season three of the series will be released ahead of season two. Which does not make any sense. <laughs> no, it gets even better. It has been reported that season three of the series will be released ahead of season two, which is going to be released on Amazon Prime on September 4th. I I <laughs> so we're gonna get okay so we're sources <laughs> so we're gonna get a season yeah so boys awesome yeah they released a clip with mm. the whale <laughs> it's so fucking good I sent that clip to literally everybody I know who has watched this show. I was like, early season three renewal, also this. <laughs> and I just got responses from people going, oh my god. I'm sad um, because all I can think is, if we were actually in San Diego, they probably would have just screened the entire first episode for us. Yeah. Aww. 
I really want that show to come out. I'm looking forward to season two. I'm really looking forward to spending an entire night on Zoom with my writers getting ridiculously, hellaciously drunk and watching the first three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, we also uh, that we also got the news that Amazon officially orders Paper Girls comic adaptation to the series. Yeah. And I know they've said that about a million times, but... It seems like it's real this time. Um, oh, I guess it was right there. So it was a year after it was reported that a TV show based on the comic series Paper Girls was in development in Amazon, the studio has officially greenlit the series. Uh, the book, if you don't know, is written by Brian K. Vaughn, uh, illustrated by Cliff Chang. Um, it's a 30-issue comic series about a friend, uh, a friend group of newspaper delivery girls who get more than they bargained for when making their routes on Halloween 1988. Caught in the midst of a conflict between warring factions of time travelers, the girls embark on adventures through time to save the world. Um, both Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang will be executive producers on the series, along with uh, Stephanie Folsom and Halt and Catch Fire co-creators Christopher Cantwell and Christopher Rogers. The Chris's. Uh, the Chris's. Um, oh, the Chris's, because there's more Chris's. And, uh, and the latter three will uh, serve as sh- uh, co-showrunners. All the showrunners. I loved Halt and Catch Fire. So, it was really uh, good. I Did you finish the whole series? No, I think I missed the last season. Oh, uh, the last season. The last season is where it, where it gets you in the feels. It, you, you, should, you should go watch it. It's when, one you get, been, when you get the opportunity. I keep meaning to go back and, and finish, but I just haven't yet. I will one of these days. I had the hardest time like getting into it when I first started watching it, but then after like I kind of powered through the first two episodes, I was like hooked and I watched the entire series. I was watching um, it when it was coming out. Yeah, Kylie. Yes. Oh yeah. Chase and I watched a new, a first episode of a new show last night uh-huh. on the Netflixes, uh-huh. and it was Cursed. Mm. Oh, I've heard. I've this. heard people said talk about it. I haven't watched it though. I didn't like it. <laughs> I haven't heard good things, and that's based on the Frank Miller novel, isn't it? It's, yes, I've, it is. Okay. I have heard that it's kind of a mess, but I've also heard they turn Merlin into John Constantine, and that's like every reason yeah. for me to watch the entire show. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's a good description of what happens to Merlin. <laughs> um, that's very apt. Yeah. <laughs> I... I I love Arthurian legends. I love it. And I love that I... Spoiler alert. I I think... Possible spoiler alert. This is Ryan's conjecture. I think that this, the main character of this becomes the Lady of the Lake. I think. So I think they're going with this. But, um... I, I've wanted to... I was like, oh, this is going to be great and I'm going to like this. Yeah, I don't... It's weird. It has weird scene changes... There's a weird infant corpse that I didn't like. There's killing of puppies. I don't like it. <laughs> Did it give you the same feeling of reading that uh, comics where the pandas kill themselves? Yeah. <laughs> Animosity. Animosity. Yeah, that one. What was it, Charles? Animosity. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good book, too. I love. That. I just remember. I just remember in the back of the store watching Ryan look at that. Was the best. <laughs> Why? Why? And Kyle's over there. When does more come out? <laughs> oh, good times. Back when we recorded together in the yes. same room. <laughs> um, Kylie, uh, you sounded excited for the Paper Girls. I am. I'm excited for the Paper Girls. Um, I have hopes Amazon will do a good job with it. I've liked the boys. I've I've liked some of the stuff I've seen on Amazon. I haven't watched a lot of Amazon um, mm-hmm. original stuff, but what I've seen, I've liked. Yeah, all the stuff that I've watched on Amazon has been really good. I'm excited. I'm excited for the Lord of the Rings thing that's coming out too. I think I think Amazon's got gotten a, is getting a good run because they're going to get your Wheel of Time stuff too. Yeah, yeah I would say they're doing Wheel of Time as well. 
I've heard really good things about their Jack Ryan series. Oh yeah, I was just oh, about to talk about that. Amazing. I love that. I love Den, that. Den, friend of the show, Den's just recently binge watched two seasons of Hannah. He says that's great. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I I got I'm about halfway through the second season on that one. Is My Hannah based on the movie? movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Marvelous Miss Maisel. So, I loved Good Omens. Good Omens was fucking fantastic. So, uh, Charles, with, with Hannah, the the movie versus the show, think Daredevil movie versus Daredevil show. Okay, because the so, movie was awful. Yeah. <laughs> so, you just coming at it with with that point of view, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, no, this is better. Um, yeah, no, the 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 Jack Ryan show, I I love that. And I'm totally going to cheat when I do the recast of Hunt for Red October, and I'm just going to cast the people from the TV show. <laughs> like, because they're doing a great job. So let's just do that. Um, yeah. Uh, so the last, uh, the last bit of news that I have is uh, today there was the Xbox event breaking news where they um kind of went through a lot of their uh their new first party stuff and games that are going to be coming out um they started out they started out with the new halo game which is looks like it's a halo game um but it does it does look and kind of feel like the first two halo games it's like they're trying to go back to trying to go back to that with a grappling hook on your arm yes It'll scratch your Halo itch. Yeah, if you have that Halo itch, it will scratch it. Um, then uh, there's they're doing another State of Decay, um, State of Decay three, which is I'm I'm kind of over the zombie thing, but if that's your thing, there's a new one coming. I think we need more romantic zombies. Yeah. No. More, more, more zombie bodies. loving. They they did that in a movie once, and it was awful. I thought it was great. That's awful. Um, and then there's a new there's uh, ev- like every couple years there's a new Forza Motorsport game that's they put in all of their all of their like new technical uh, stuff that they can do on their new system they like to show off in these racing games so I mean even if you're not a like a car person or a racing fan you should you should look at the um the video that they showed because it's like the ray tracing technology and the full 4k and and all that stuff and it looks it looks amazing um so that's kind of their their look at what we can do game um and then uh there is a a new game from rare coming out called Everwild, and it looks kind of like a uh it's like it's if Miyazaki did like watercolors and it was animated is is really the the vibe I got from watching it um and it's it looks like they didn't show too much of like what the game's actually about but it's like magic and um it's like set in like a fantasy land and they're using like a lot of earth magic and stuff like that so it, it looks really cool like aesthetically it was really it was really awesome um there's a there's another new game coming coming out called Tell Me Why, and Tell Me Why. No. Um, <laughs> Tell me why. <sighs> God damn it. Um, no. Uh, it's it's if you've played Life is Strange or Alan Wake, it kind of looks like a mix between those games. But with Backstreet Boys. But yes. With <laughs> Nick. I don't know the, any of the Backstreet Boys names. I was just hoping Nick. that. Yeah. Ryan. Okay. Yeah, all them. Yeah. Okay. You um, Ryan. I know you know them all. Be a better gay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I only, I only remember the cute ones' names. <laughs> Wasn't the one named Kevin? Yep. <laughs> I remember that because hey, I was hey, like, hey, Howie. I know Kevin. <laughs> Howie is kind of cute. <laughs> oh, man. Nick and Brian um, are my favorites, though. <laughs> uh, they are... So yeah, so this so this new game, it looks like it's it's you playing it as a brother and sister and you're kind of investigating 
uh, going back, like they keep showing that your mom tried to kill you or something like that, and you're going back and like revealing the story through like the your decisions and questioning and stuff like that. So it looks, it looks. I don't know. Like if the if Life is Strange it was a game that you like, I feel like this would be something for you. Um, they're doing a new 4K release of Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is pretty cool. Um, the Outer Worlds uh, has an expansion um, called Peril on Gorgon, and it looks like a like 1950s sci-fi stuff. Like the robots and everything look it, uh, it looks cool. Um, and then uh, that's from Obsidian, and Obsidian also has a, a game coming out called grounded uh and i think by far that was the funniest trailer that they showed um because it was like if you're waiting for the biggest game of 2020 wait for cyberpunk 2077 if you want the smallest game of 2020 this game's for you and it's like literally like uh, honey i shrunk the kids like survival game like you're building stuff out of grass and you're taking like action figures arms to use as like barricades there's like a battle toad in the ground it just made me it just made me think of the the lawnmower scene and honey i shrunk the kids (laughs) (laughs) but a game (laughs) um and that was like that's probably that was probably the best uh, trailer that they had. Uh, there is a new Obsidian RPG, and Obsidian's the one who made. Um, I believe they worked on um, Elder Scrolls: Oblivion and Fallout New Vegas. Um, but it looks it's called uh, Avowed, and it looks like it's another sword and magic kind of open world RPG, which is something that Xbox has needed for a while now. So I'm glad that they're doing that. Um, there's a new interactive drama coming out called As Dusk Falls. And what was that? What was the movie um, where they were in the hotel and it was like all the different personalities? Identity? That's it. That's it. Yeah. I liked that movie. I loved that movie. So uh. it, it, like, the game, the game <laughs> takes place in a motel just like that. <laughs> Kylie, that was a very satisfied noise. No, it was you liked it, a, you uh, liked it that much? No, I, I did not. I did not. <laughs> What's there not to like about it? It, it was, was cool. It was fine. They just gave away the twist very early on. He's a twist. And that, that kind of ruined it for me. I'm like, <laughs> why would twist. you do that? Listen, we all were 32 when this movie came out, Kylie. <laughs> 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 Uh, it was a surprise to us, the twist, because we didn't have the wisdom, the wisdom and foresight and experience to have seen that come coming so soon. Of a thirty-two-year-old, when we were ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this game looks like it, it. It just reminded me of that. I think it's because like. Uh, like there's a big incident that happens at a motel off the side of the road that looks almost exactly like the one from that movie. Um, but it looks cool. It looks cool. Uh, um, so they they announced back when they first announced the Xbox that uh, there's going to be a sequel to that Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, um, which is a really good game. If you haven't had a chance to play it, I would I would suggest you do it and do it with the headphones on because. Um, they worked with a lot of mental health professionals when they made that, um, like the hearing voices in the head. So, like, you get that through the headset, like the different voices whispering behind you. Sometimes they're really far away. Sometimes they're, like, right in your ear. Some are more, you know, powerful than the others, and you have to pick which one to focus on. It's it's really, it, it's a really cool experience. Um but the second one's coming out, and uh, this one takes place in Iceland, and they have a whole big documentary on how they, you know, went to Iceland and to, to figure out kind of use the lore from there and what they're going to do. So, you know, Viking Age Iceland, so I'm, I'm in. Um, they're doing uh, Psychonauts 2, uh, Destiny 2, and its new expansion are going to be there. Um, oh, joy. There's uh, the console. This and then they got into the console launch exclusives. There was uh, 
uh, Stalker 2, um, which is another, you know, Call of Duty shooter guy type game. Stalker 1. And then there's a, uh, there's a, a Warhammer game um, that looks like it's based on the, the um, tabletop game. Um, there's a new uh, like action adventure game called The Gunk, and it looks pretty cool. It, it made me think of a of a, um, like a Switch game, like Luigi's Mansion or something like that. Um, another game called The Medium, uh, and the cool thing about this one, it's a horror game, and they have something called uh, they're calling it dual reality gameplay, where it's like. Uh, I don't know if it's split screen or if you can choose between, but like you're you're playing this this lady and you're either like in the normal world or in like the weird spirit world, and you have to use go between the two different um, worlds to figure out where you need to go. Looks like that could be some fun puzzling there. Um, Sega is finally launching Fantasy Star Online two here. Um, for console there's another another call of duty shoot a man called crossfire x that's coming out uh and then the very last one was the one ryan was very excited about too is they did the, and they did the classic e3 thing where they're like you saw all of our games but you know what we're gonna give we you one more we got one more for you and <laughs> do that shit oh they do it every time like the, with the sham wow the, oh, <laughs> like with the uh um panels too. Like, by the way we got one more thing to tell you yeah yeah and then, like there's a there's a there's a guy on polygon that has put together like how to do an e3 presentation yeah, I love but that also you can video. also you can turn it to uh to a drinking game he's like not that i would suggest that that we do that every time but that was one of the things was the very end's like but one more thing um and they did exactly this they they showed a like a you know this beautiful lush environment of this fairy flying around and it's the narrator from the fable games talking about how you know magic and nature live in harmony and she's like wrinkling pixie dust on a flower and then all of a sudden her eye you hear like a whip and then her eyes get all big and she is immediately eaten by a toad <laughs> and then it says but not all stories have happy endings and then it pans up and it's a it's like you know you choose the adventure or something like that and, and then the title for fable comes across mm-hmm. ryan how does <laughs> i love fable games so much I adore each one of them, even the stupid Connect one, which was super fun for me. <laughs> um, Fable was like one of the bigger, one of the the first RPGs, choose your own adventure RPGs type that of the of that generation, like the Xbox generation. It's like I think it's Xbox's only yeah, RPG. Yeah. Um, but of that of that time mm-hmm. era, they were really really big, and then they kind of faded out, and then Fable mm-hmm. was like. Yeah. One and Fable was the first game that I remember ever playing. I'm pretty sure it's the first game that I ever played where you could choose a, a home a homosexual love interest, mm-hmm. and I loved that. I was in so different excited. towns too. Yeah, you could have you could have twelve. I had so many husbands. I had one in every town. <laughs> like every time I go to a different town, I make sure to go visit my husband. And I had a, I had them all in a nice house in each town. You t- you took care of them. <laughs> yep. You're the, you're the sugar daddy. You took yeah. care of him. You're like, okay, but go chop wood. <laughs> yeah, it, I I love these games. I love the story. I love it. Has a tiny little mythos, a tiny little little uh, a backstory and stuff. But I loved it, and I loved how it grew in each each uh, game. There's there's the three fable games and the fourth one that nobody talks mm-hmm. about, which is the connect one. But I it. it I, it, it's kind of a simple game, and but it was just super fun. I always mm. loved it. I always liked the the comedy that they put in. Yes, it. it's so funny. Like you don't, and it comes out of nowhere. It's like really seriously. Like, wait, what did he just say? <laughs> um, I remember this being the first game that, depending on what your diet in the game is, oh my gosh, yes, depends on how big you are. Um, so I was, I went into this fight with these like little rat things in Fable Two. You know, I was a skinny guy with a beard. By the time, because I was having, I didn't have any health potions. All I had was pie. 
So I just started shoving pie in my face while I'm fighting the swarm of rats. By the end of the fight, I look like Jack Black. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just left it that way. I'm like, nope, nope, this is so much better than what I was doing. There was achievements you could get for reaching maximum on either end. Oh yeah. Towards the end, I didn't realize that, so I was mostly finished with one of the games, and towards the end of the game, I found out there's achievements. So I just bought a billion pies and just <laughs> ate them in rapid succession. So it just, he just instantly got bulk instantly as the highest weight you could be. And then you got carrots mm. and then ate them and he instantly dropped all. Yep. <laughs> it, was, it was just fun. <laughs> the bartender there sitting there, like he's watching that my 900 pound life or something. It's like, what is happening? This is amazing. But yeah. Um, yeah, and I know Kylie. You're not a you're not an Xbox person. You're 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 a PlayStation uh, guy, right? PlayStation. Okay. That's how I roll. Charles, did you ever play Fable? I played the original Fable when it came out, and then I don't think I ever played any of the expansions or any of the the sequels. Did you have any husbands or wives? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> is this is this during the time period where Charles has no memory? Is it, is it after? Is it after forty six minutes ago? Then yes, it falls in that category. <laughs> did uh, Caitlin? Did you play Fable at all? Nope. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's no, all good. Good time. So, so I think the the um, cool thing. I started um, just not having time to play games. Hmm. And I've just never had time to play games ever since. So so the cool thing about like all of those games, too, is if you have the Xbox Game Pass on PC or on Xbox, all of those games will be available there day of. So I think that'll give a wider audience to, you know, people that haven't they've been PlayStation and PC people their whole lives. And now they can get Game Pass and play Fable. I think that's I think that's awesome. I know that's what like like uh, Dungeon Master Mike and my brother, they're big PlayStation guys, but they immediately bought the Game Pass and they have had they have had nothing but awesome things to say about it. And they're yeah, and they also don't like the way the new PlayStation looks, so they're <laughs> so they're just going to stick with their PC and get Game Pass instead. That's fair. Um but yeah, that's that's all the news I had, guys. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Comics you read, shows you watch, movies. Warrior Nun was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Did anybody watch, watch that? that? I watched the first episode of that too with Chase. Actually, no, Chase fell asleep, and then I watched it. Um, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, I. I didn't love it, but I told Chase, I, was like, I will watch more of it with you if you want to. <laughs> it was much better than I was expecting it to be. Also, The Old Guard on Netflix is amazing as well. Oh my god, that movie is amazing. Really I love that good. movie so much. And they, they <laughs> I haven't watched it. Pretty well. I'm finally watching Doom Patrol. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> and? It's really good. It reminds me if, of, it's got the same energy as Legends of Tomorrow, only with an R rating and a budget. <laughs> So I appreciate it. Ryan just threw his arms up in the air in victory. <laughs> it's a book I love to watch for forever. It's just I I God, I do not have fucking time in my life. Um yeah. Uh I'm trying to think. What else? Oh uh Charles, what do you think about dynamite potentially imploding this week? That they've been a small time publisher and meh. <laughs> Yep, I've had uh, that. That it, that's been an interesting thing for me all week. I haven't carried uh, much Dynamite product. I mean, we carry a little bit outside of the boys, though. Not a ton from Dynamite. We don't do well with Red Sonja or, or Vampirella or any of those. So, I uh, think I think the last Dynamite. I think the last Dynamite books I got was when they did the masks series. Yeah. With, so what uh, happened was um, Dynamite has been kind of low-key aligned, I guess is the best word, with Comicsgate people, and it all just kind of finally came to a head this week, and like people have been pulling out, stores have started saying they're going to refuse to sell their products, multiple outlets have said they're not covering their stuff at all anymore, 
yeah, it's it's it got very ugly. It got very ugly very quick. And my response was, "This is what happened when you uh, align yourselves with the the biggest assholes on the internet." They, uh, it's this. It's very similar to what happened to Antarctic Press. It was somebody they like, they saw an opportunity to make money, thought they could get get away with it and going under the scenes, and uh, the public found out and boycotted. And they've done the same thing Antarctic Press did, which is completely backpedaled. My understanding, they've uh, canceled all the stuff that they had going on with those comic skaters to try and. They have, yeah. Try and oh, trying to piece mass. They canceled the current. Um, the, the cover that kind of was the straw that broke the camel's back, which was they promoted uh, Comic Skater's Indiegogo uh, fundraiser on the official Dynamite page, and that was kind of the thing that made everybody go, "Oh, this is this is a lot bigger than than we all thought it was." And uh, I think they've canceled that cover. I don't know. I don't believe they have completely backpedaled yet because there are a couple of books that comic skaters were writing and drawing and then there was also the fact that they've been promoting like Ethan Van Skyver's YouTube streams which is where the, this is the part that, that I actually find the most disturbing is that they've been promoting those streams and those streams are where guys like EBS will peddle his most hateful stuff like that's where he does most of his propaganda is during those streams and the fact that they've been promoting them not to the press but to their buyers like to, if you're on like the regular dynamite mailing list you get those invites to those thing to those uh streams but if you're a member of the press you don't it's yeah it's it's bad really really bad it looks hey, like hey, I, Ky- kylie maybe want to back off the keyboard there for a second oh no okay <laughs> <laughs> you're going hard <laughs> i'm trying to be very gentle over here oh no you turned into scotty from uh <laughs> from voyage home there yeah you're, you're, you're coming up with the formula for transparent aluminum yeah <laughs> And it also sounds like IDW might be in the process of exploding as well, so. Yeah, but that's been the process over the course of the last several years. Oh, yeah. It really has. It makes me feel really bad for people who are fans of Winona Art because, man, they really want that show to finish. But I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been an interesting week to be a comic person. I've been having a very interesting week going through all of those stories. Cool, Charles. Have you have you had a chance to read anything lately that you might suggest to people? I don't read. <laughs> I feel like- he just puts them on his face and it absorbs. I just absorb the story. <laughs> Pork bot. It's Pork bot T one thousand now. Pork bot one thousand. I know that feeling way too well. Good lord. Uh, I, the most recent book I read was actually the Power Rangers Free Comic Book Day book that just came out. Which is the first the, the, the road to the Ranger Slayer? Yeah, uh, I think I might be interested in Power Rangers again, which is weird. I really like Ranger Slayer. I really like her. She seems like a pretty cool character, and like mm-hmm. the whole dragon stuff is pulling me in. The dark side of things is pulling me in. So I don't know. We'll see if I start reading Power Rangers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, Mercan Doful's Mercy has been really good. That's nice. It. There you go. There's my comic <laughs> reviews of things. <laughs> Kylie, you got any comics? Uh, I read Phil CB's Triage recently. That was pretty damn good. I hope mm-hmm. he has more. He he plans on doing it. He he planned it as a trilogy, but who knows if that will happen. So, but I checked that cool. out. Pretty cool. Cool. All right. Anyone got anything else before we wrap this up? Oh, oh, and King of Nowhere. That's the other book that I've been reading. That's really fucking good. Uh, it's written by the same guys that did Ice Cream Man. And uh, mm-hmm. it's literally like the first is this dude finds himself wandering through a desert and sees like a deer driving a Jeep and ends up in this town that it's called Nowhere and sees a bunch of like people that are like fish people and stuff and just thinks he's tripping really hard and has to say that he's just really fucking high. And gonna ride it out, and then he stays in this town for a bit. That sounds awesome. It's pretty fucking great. He goes best friend with this fish guy because he saves him from a six-armed beating. 
Okay. I'll, I'll show you a six-armed beating. <laughs> All right. Uh, go go ahead and plug your stuff, Nerd Storson. Uh yeah, that all we've got really going on right now is uh, free comic book summer. Come in, pick up for two free books a week. Every every five dollars you spend gets you an extra book. New books drop every Wednesday, so if you want the best selection, come in on a Wednesday. Um, outside of that, COVID's got everything shut down, so you know, come buy your good books and then stay home and help us stop this thing so we can get back to cool events like Comic Con. Because I'm not in San Diego right now and I'm real sad about it. Same. Uh, you know, you should just watch Star Wars, specifically the last one. That'll make you feel better. <laughs> That'll make you feel a lot better. <laughs> I'm actually about to go rant about that one in about an hour. Mm-hmm. Go, that sounds right. Go rant about how terrible that movie was. It's time for a daily rant. Mm-hmm. It's coming. <laughs> it, we've gotten further far enough away. It's like an every other day rant. Now. Oh, okay. That's great because talking about it. He is going to be ranting against Chelsea, which will lead to entertainment. So yeah, I, am, I am, I volunteered to be a judge for this just so I could listen into them. Yell, <laughs> you do each yep, yep, that's, what, that's I'm what, super excited about that's it. That's what it will devolve into. Um, my rebuttal is fuck you. <laughs> she will tell you uh, that too. Yes. And he will say it back. It will be great. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylie. Get with the nerd store. Let me sell you some stuff. Give you some free comics. Wear a goddamn mask. Caitlin. Uh, read all of our Comic Con at Home coverage over at Bleeding Cool. Follow me on Twitter at Katie's Movies and wear a goddamn mask. Wear a goddamn mask. Wear a goddamn mask. I was I'm wearing one now. I was so <laughs> And I was talking to the, the cashier and his very diplomatic way of putting it when I asked if they've had any issues of people not following the rules. His response was, some people are not very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's so much a nicer way than I would have put it. Wear <laughs> your goddamn masks, people. I want to go to the movies again. I miss my movie theaters. Please wear your masks so we can like start to have a normal life again. <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, I just uh, last night just record. I actually posted it uh, the day of recording uh, of this. Um, but we did a Push My Buttons Games podcast where we talked a lot about Assassin's Creed Valhalla and the Ubisoft Forward. Um, yes, I have. A, I so the Valhalla. Valhalla. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been waiting to order it to pre-order it. Because I want the statue, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about the statue. I want mm-hmm. the statue. But waiting because I want the new Xbox version. Mm-hmm. Well, they came out brief and said, "Oh, by the way, that that will go for either one. You can get, you yeah. get both games yep. with that yep. for the Xbox One mm-hmm. or the Series X." And so I'm like, I I was in bed and I saw that pop up on my Facebook and I ran <laughs> from out of my bedroom. I ran around my bed and went into the office to sit down on my computer. I knocked over some action figures accidentally. A whirlwind of activity. I sat down and got on the website and literally got the last one. (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, and we actually talked about some of the pre-orders on the the last show, too, and and some other games. Um, We are going to do... I will say I'm very sorry to anybody who tried to buy Funkos yesterday. (laughs) I got them. You did? Wow, good job. I did the thing. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're actually, we usually do every other week recording for, uh, the push my buttons games, but we are going to record again, uh, next week, next Tuesday. So, uh, we can talk a little bit more about the Xbox event, go a little little more detail. So if you want all the, all the details and the nitty gritty of all the games and stuff, we will be screaming about it over there next week. But uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, make sure to go check out all the other awesome shows on GNN. Uh, I know we had um, we had a uh, Freaky Geeks put up a, a new show recently. Um, the go listen to the newest episode of Fortress of Comicude, which is what Kylie should plug. Oh, um, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week we're, we're watching Electra. <laughs> See, this is what I'm here for. I um, love the Electra soundtrack. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, all the other awesome shows on there. Go, go check them out. Uh, you can find us over at the nerd dome podcast.com, uh, Apple podcast, Stitcher, them Google plays and spoofy, uh, on Instagram and Twitter at the nerd dome. Facebook is the nerd dome podcast. If you have any comments or questions, go ahead and write them down and we'll scream back at you. But if you have comments or questions, we don't want to hear about it. Exactly. One or the other. Don't forget to subscribe. You may now exit the dome. Fuck responsibility. I could see the whole time. <laughs> oh my god. What was that, Luke? Luke has broken the podcast. <laughs> oh, I want that as a ringtone. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm. I got nothing. <laughs> I got Nina. <laughs> Bye, guys. Hey, guys, what's up? My name is Rachie Mack, and I host a new podcast called K Pop 101. Over the years, K pop has become a passion of mine, and I'm eager to learn as much as I can. While I do know a lot about K pop, I do not know all about K pop. And that's where you come in. Let's take a deep dive into the world of K culture together. What exactly is K pop? Where did it come from? How did BTS get so, so popular? Who exactly is the ultimate girl group in Korea? Tune in to K-Pop 101, part of the Geek Nerd Network. This show is part of the Geek Nerd Network. Geek Nerd Network. Find more shows like it at geeknerdnetwork.com. This is Jen.